Welcome to Radio Mopco. My name is John Kimlico. I'm the host for this episode, episode one, the very first episode of Radio Mopco. And in this episode, I'm interviewing uh, Miss Kat Coppett, one of the co-directors of Moppet Bucket Company. It was a delightful interview. Um, we played around, had some fun, and uh, enjoy the very first episode of Radio Mopco. This is Heather, and you're listening to Radio Mopco. Hey, this is Hi, this is Justin. This is Alex Timmons. Hi, this is Alexander Stern, and you are listening to Radio Mopco. Hi, this is Kat. You're listening to Radio Mopco. Hi, this is Mike Burns. You're listening to John Briggs, and you're listening to Radio Mopco. My name is John Kimlico, and I'll be your host for Radio Mopco. Um, this is the debut episode of the podcast for the Mop and Bucket Improv Company, podcasting from the Mop and Bucket World Headquarters in the indescribable Schenectady, New York. In the coming weeks, you'll get to meet the members of the Mop and Bucket Company, learn about our shows and classes. There could be some surprises and occasional bits of silliness. I have a wonderful guest today. Uh, her name is Kat Coppett, one of the co-directors, and her sidekick, Cinnamon, who we may hear from occasionally. Cinnamon's a dog, if anyone's wondering. It is so wonderful for you to be here, Cat. One of my favorite people in the world. And if you hear some sniffing noises, that's the cat. Uh, no, it's a dog sniffing the microphone, but we'll have a good time. Cat's one of my favorite people in the world. Been a great mentor for me where improv is concerned. And uh, we're so glad to have you here today. Thank you. I'm so excited and thrilled that you're doing this. It is fun, isn't it? It is. We had a f- uh, it was a fun show last night at the Comedy Works, uh, which we're at every Saturday night at 8 o'clock. And starting next week, we're going to be back at Proctor's, also at 8 o'clock. Yeah. And where can people find out about that? If they go to proctors.org, they can find out about it. They can get tickets. If they go to mopco.org, not .com, yeah, because they want cleaning, cleaning supplies, supplies. Uh, they can find out about all our classes and shows and uh and links to get tickets. Yeah. We've got a lot of cool things coming up this fall. Um, we've got some classes. We've got the uh, improv for, what, what is that called? Wait, let me look at my wonderful cheat sheet here. Um, self-improvement. No, self-improvement. So, uh, improv for helping people out. Basically, the, yeah, so the, the co- here, kind of a coaching, life coaching kind here, of thing. Here's the deal. So we have a beginning improv class and an advanced improv class. And the only difference there is how long you've been doing it. We sort of believe that in your first improv class, you've learned everything you ever need to know about improv. And then it's just about doing it more. The intermediate advanced class has a performance at the end. And it's been... We have increasingly gotten feedback over the years that our students, many of them are not aspiring actors. Right, right. Even for the ones who are, the value of improv is as much about your life and your fulfillment as it is about anything you do on stage. That's why we have a whole corporate wing that does corporate training and executive coaching. And and so we, we thought, why not say yes to that offer explicitly and have a class that is explicitly not about stage performance, but uses all the principles and philosophies and techniques of improv uh, and allows people who might be terrified of the idea of ever doing it on stage to come and experience it and use it. Well, speaking of improv and philosophies and things like that, I mean, 
what does improvisation what does it mean to you what 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 makes what makes that special as a thing that people do yeah so you know obviously the the simplest way to to define improv is simply we are making stuff up right. on the spot collaboratively usually um, although although i suppose that's not inherent in the definition but if we're talking about improvisational theater it's a group of people making stuff up on the spot in, in a rather high-stakes situation, right? It feels that way, at least. Right. Right? It probably doesn't matter much in the course of the world, you know, when you think about what's going on in the news. But, but in the moment, for the individual, it feels high stakes. And I, I think what is um, unique and special about that is that it's exactly what we're doing all the time in our lives. It's just not being watched by an audience. Right, under a mic, you know, sort of right. magnified a hundred times. We're all improvisers all the time. That's what we do. And, and so, in some ways, kind of by accident, I think, the, the artists who started to create improvisational theater were also developing this laboratory for sort of human development and interaction, if that doesn't sound too high in my It mind. always it felt like some kind of like, a, like an, almost an evolutionary thing. Is for people's psyche. Yeah, and you know, it, we've, we very quickly could get really culty sounding or self-aggrandizing or new agey, but, but it's really very straightforward, you know, and again, it's why corporations are embracing it. It really is just true that we are making performance choices all the time and we are having to figure out, oh, wait, what scene am I in and how can I make a choice in the scene that's going to get me what I want and you know, build whatever it is I want to build. And the underlying thing, too, it's always been for me, it's very, it's very positive and forward-moving instead of, like, blocking and, and negative. Right, exactly. So, so that's one of the foundational, I think there are th- probably two or three or four, or six or 12, however many there are. But, but discoveries that improvisers, as a collective, as a movement, have made about what are some good principles and philosophies for how to get better at creating collaboratively and building relationships and, and, and making stuff. And, and then a whole set of exercises to strengthen those muscles and those mindsets. So one of them, as you said, is be positive, right? Yeah. It, and, and not just be positive, but really pay attention to what's happening, what exists, what's going on. We call those offers. That's our jargon word for it. Anything is an offer. And, and instead of looking and saying, what don't I like about that, or what could be better, or what scares me about that, or what am I going to push away, ask yourself the question, ah, what can I build with? How can I accept that, even if I don't like it, even if it surprises me, even if it, I, I wish it were different? How can I just use what's there and build with it? What do you think um, keeps an improviser from feeling good about what they've done or... or, or how they kind of self-block themselves. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you think? One of, the, one of the truths, the human truths that improvise, uh, improvising outs right away sort of reveals is those little sensor judgment voices in our head. And everybody has them and they exist and they can be more or less powerful. Anne Lamott, the writer and essayist, wrote a book called Bird by Bird about the process of writing and and she talks about it as like a little radio voice right. in your head that's like, oh, you're the most brilliant thing in the whole world. Oh, you're a piece of scum. It's like you're, the devil's on your shoulders right, thing. Right. Yeah. And and she says both of those voices are uh, unhelpful. 
And, and she also says they probably won't ever go away. Mm. You can't wait to be creative for right. them to go away. Because we rehearse improv constantly and right. fight our demons right. constantly. But it's about learning to turn down the volume mm. on those voices or focus on something else other than those voices. One of the things that we say in improv is focus on your partner, not yourself. Make your partner look good. And if I'm focusing on you and you're focusing on me, then we're both supported, we're both loved, and that's in some ways easier for people yeah. to accept and nurture and focus on delighting their partner than themselves. There's another piece of your question, which is why do we have that? I, I think part of it is just as animals, it you know, it's probably there's probably some evolutionary value in always trying to be better, I think. Yeah. I also think culturally we have conflated um, being worthy with not making mistakes right. or uh, being good at something with knowing. And I think both of those things are wrong. I, I find that whenever I'm doing it and I allow myself to be vulnerable, then things happen. Yes. You know, it, that's where, you know, lack of a better word, where the magic lies. Yeah and trusting the other people, which comes with working with people a long time. That Sometimes I think it's hard when people first start doing improv. They're with these strangers, and mm -hmm. they don't, uh, who is this person that I'm going to be vulnerable with? And, but when you do, and that's one of the unique things, I think, in being a, in um, Mopco is, uh, you know, allowing myself to be vulnerable with everyone, mm -hmm. and that's exciting. You know, my favorite quote, is uh, one of my favorite quotes is from Keith Johnstone, who mm -hmm. is a guru in the world of improv. He wrote a book called Impro in 1979. Wow. Which is still in print and uh, revered by many, many an improviser around the world. And he says, people who say yes are rewarded by the adventures they have. Mm -hmm. And people who say no are rewarded by the safety they attain. And I think that there is something courageous about saying yes, not just to what exists in the world and to your fellow performers, but also to yourself, maybe especially to yourself. Especially, yeah. And so when you talk about being vulnerable, what I, what I make of that is, you know, that's a place where you're saying, oh, what's really happening for me? Where am I really my authentic self? And instead of trying to twist it around or hide it or make it shinier, which, by the way, always makes it worse, <laughs> um, I'm going to allow myself to be seen yeah. really truthfully seen and say yes to that part of me and put it out in the world for other people to beat up on or yeah. accept. And um, we hope that one of the things we aim to do in the world of improv is to create an environment where it really is safe to be uncomfortable, you know, where it's mm. safe to take those risks. Right. It's not in the, oh, it's safe, I'm always comfortable and I don't have to take risks, but when I feel terrified or I'm doing something or I don't know what I'm doing or I'm failing desperately at something that you're in an environment where people go good for you you rock the, congratulations you made a mistake and tried something that you right, don't know how to do right yeah um what does what does improv mean to you on a like on a personal level i mean <laughs> i know you've been immersed in it as long as i have yeah. i i um i hesitate to tell you the real answer so here's my <laughs> moment of of I can, uh, always edit. I can always no, edit no, no, something no. out. No, it's true. I mean, you know, we were just talking about vulnerability, so here you go. I, I had, I realized this year 
more consciously than I ever had, that in some ways improv really is my religion. That in my corporate business, when I'm bringing improv into an organization, really what I'm doing is um, subversively bringing in spirituality. Evangelizing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that these principles and philosophies that we talk about in improv, which are things like celebrate taking risks and failing, or focus on your partner and not on yourself, or say yes, accept and build with what exists instead of fighting it, or... um, Delight, you know, find find the fun part. Right, know, serve the scene. That that those are things that I really believe, as you were alluding to earlier when you said it's about human development. That I really believe that's what will save the world. Mm. And maybe um, that'll be our uh, our motto: improv will save the world. I really believe yeah. it. And you know, different people in different, you know, whether it's churches or um, human development communities or social action committees, whatever it is, um, people have different language for that. They have different vocabulary than we do. But I really believe that um, at, the, at the core, what the improv community has discovered and is playing with are the philosophies, that the sort of operationalizing of love and peace. Yeah, you know? yeah. That, that we're we're saying, okay, if those are your philosophies, if you want everybody to get along, if you want people to treat others the way they want to be treated and build community. Where have I heard that one before? Right? <laughs> and create together and love thy neighbor as they self and, and and be, you know, and take risks and create and innovate and, you know, tackle problems and going like, okay, that exists, let's build with it. Um, what improvisers have done is not only come up with those philosophies that but then said Okay, so how do we get better at that? How do we practice that? How do we put that into action? I know a lot of people ask, oh, it's improv. How, how do you rehearse that? It, it, that's a f- question. The, the metaphor that we use is it's, it's like a sports team. So a basketball team doesn't know what's going to happen in the game. They haven't planned it out play, uh, spot by right. spot. But they do know that there are certain skills they need. Right. And so they can practice dribbling and they can practice shooting and they can practice passing and they can get you, you know, work together and know, as you were saying, oh, that guy likes to do that or his strength is this or when I do this, he is more effective or, you know. Right. They as, build a, their as muscles. a team. Yeah. Um, I have one more question before we do some silly things. Oh. Um, what do you think makes Mop and Bucket special? And unique, and mm. there's something about this group of people, in which people come in and out and leave and come back, and there's there's this something an intangible mm. thing. So here are my three answers. To okay, that <laughs> I only need one. I said three, and then I, <laughs> I don't know what they are. But uh, one is, I think there's just something wonderful and special about this work, and my guess is. Any improv company that has worked together for any length of time probably thinks they're really unique and special mm. because every every group of people who come together and commit to each other and create are special. Yeah. And that's and I'm not being flip about that. I mean I really think it it is a magical human endeavor yeah. for people to commit to each other and come and say, Let's play and create together. Sure. So so as with that as a disclaimer, I think the other thought that I have about it is when we've had people come up from New York City and work with us do master classes with us. Uh, one of the things that always strikes me as unique and that they comment on is we are collectively 
sort of crazy good at learning. Mm. We're very open to, to, to learning, to have someone run rehearsal and go like, oh, I, I accept that. I want to build with that. Let me learn that. That if someone comes from New York to, to work with us, everyone, including Michael Burns, our artistic director, who's been doing this for 25 years, will go like, okay, I'm an open book. Give it to me, baby. And when I first joined Mopco, Michael was just restarting the company. This was coming on 10 years now. And uh, We're good. That's cinnamon. Um, I, uh, you know, we're not in a big city. We don't have a lot of professional actors or aspiring actors and writers who come and audition, and it's really cutthroat. It pretty much, especially back then, whoever wanted to do it did it. And there was... There was a level of training people up. But what what struck me right away in that company coming from New York City and San Francisco was we were performing as a company way beyond the level that we had any right to perform. Mm. So, you know, most improvisers would go through two or three years of classes and then they get to be in a student group and then, you know, and then you get to maybe guest perform and eventually you have your little company that works in some place and then you join a main company. Yeah, I think a lot of this stuff has to do with the tone that you and Michael set. It's very, it's very uh, gentle and compassionate Mm. and makes everyone, no one ever feels, um, uh, I don't know, put upon or or put into situations. I mean, you're always there to catch us. Well, that's what we aspire to. Yeah. You know, and sometimes we succeed and sometimes we I fail. Know. But, yeah. But running the company has helped us get better at that. Yeah. You know, we learn a lot. I, I also want to say that right now, currently, is a whole new beautiful day for Mopco. Uh, you know, we have this beautiful new space in Schenectady with this incredible studio, back studio room and classroom space and offices in a kitchen. I mean, we really have a, a space to hold what we're doing. And... As we were moving into that space, you know, we had a meeting with everybody where we said, let's just brainstorm. What do you want to see happen? Right. And we came up with this wall of post-it notes of, you know, incredible ideas that people had. And then people started doing them. So now we have, you know, a couple weeks later, we have Radio Mopco because you took it on to create Radio Mopco. And I think right now especially we have the context and the personnel for it to be much bigger than me and Michael and much bigger than anything else we did because everybody is sort of saying yes and jumping in and creating a yes building. And. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that is astonishingly wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, I have an improv game that I play with my kids sometimes. Okay. Nothing scary. I was trying to think of something that would, would kind of transfer onto like the radio kind of format. What we do is we just randomly... I'll go one, two, three, and you say a word. Okay. Okay. And the next round is I'll go one, two, three, and you try to say a word that's between those two words. Ah. And we keep going to see if we can get to the same word. word. I love that game. Awesome. The first time I played it with my kids, it was really funny. We were laughing, and we, it actually worked. I was like, oh, my gosh, this really works. Awesome. You know, the kids have this other perspective on they've got no censorship, and they've yeah. got no... Um, you know, you have a daughter also, same age as mine, and they're just so freaking funny. Yeah. And hi, so cinnamon. So let's try this out. Awesome. So, so uh, we just both randomly. Say yeah. A word. So the first time is just any kind of random word, and so I'll go three, two, one, and we'll say a word. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one. Cloud. Painting. Painting and cloud. Okay. So let's give us a second to think of a word that might be 
between those two. Let me know when you're ready. Yep. Okay. Three, two, one. Artistic. Landscape. What was yours? Landscape. 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 Artistic. Huh. Hmm. Artistic, you said? Yes, an artistic, yeah. You got something? Mm-hmm. Give me a second here. Artistic. Okay. Three, two, one. Feeling. Ooh, Ooh, getting close, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, we got it. Okay. You said artist? Artist and feeling. And feeling. Okay. Mm. Okay, you got one? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Soul. Expression. Oh, isn't this cool? <laughs> Even if we never get anywhere. I never get anywhere. Soul oh. and expression. Okay. okay. I got one. Three, two, one. Truth. <gasps> we almost spirit. did a studio audience to go, ooh, ah. Ooh, ooh. Truth <laughs> and spirit. It's between truth and spirit. Okay. I don't have one yet. Cinnamon, you have one? I can fill this in with some uh, Jeopardy music. All right, here we go. Okay. Three, Three, two, two, one. Love. Love. Did you say love? Yeah. I did too, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It works. Wow. Wow. Isn't that cool? Yeah. No rehearsal, folks. All improv. It's all improvised. I know that's hard to believe. All right. Um, I'm going to throw us both into something completely experimental. All right. Um, I've got a nifty little uh, tablet here with a really cool program called Chordbot. Oh, dear. Yes. We're going to sing. We're going to sing. I'll let you know, um, it's very similar to our the way we do um, our chorus songs, our sing-alongs. There's, there'll be a little intro and a chorus Verse, chorus, verse, end. So just two verses. I've got a newspaper down here. Mm. I'm trying to figure out some way to get an inspiration. Okay. Or we, or we could go off our, our, um, our game we just played. Oh, we could go off our game we just played. What the theme of that would be what? Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, hang on just a second. Got the Chronicle from St. Rose. Oh. See what's going on here. Ooh, how about security? Security. That sounds like something. Okay, sure. Okay, and one more thing I need to ask you. I've got a couple of different styles here. (laughs) You feeling like a bossa nova? You feeling like some kind of techno? Are you feeling country? Ooh. You want to hear a little bit of each? No, 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 no. We can, we can, uh, your choice. You're the host. All right. Improvising. Okay, so, um, hmm, let's see, everything's falling down. I'm gonna sing with that cinnamon. How about something kind of, kind of, kind of Latin feeling? Let's see which one we have in here. Flip back over. Come on. Great. Okay. Do 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 do. do. I think I got still have that in there. So, so there's eight bars. I'll, I'll point mm. to help you out for for cues. So we're singing. What are we singing about? Security. Security. Um, do you want to do it where you sing a verse? Or no, first is the chorus. So mm-hmm. you, you want to you make up the chorus? Sure. Okay, and I'll join in 
eventually, once I know what it is. We had I'll a lot of fun it. last night, which I think I'm actually going to play uh, in this podcast, the one with Peter forgetting his uh, awesome. from last night. Awesome. <laughs> and then he sang a verse about forgetting the Yeah, chorus. exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Yes, Andy. That's Yes, Andy. So let's see how this works. Technology is wonderful. The following segment was an experiment and sprung on Cat in the moment. Now, there are a few moments of distortion which I heard as I was editing the podcast. Do not be afraid. I am still learning how to use the equipment. Oh, that's the wrong one. Unless you like that one. It's an offer. Okay, let's go with that.
sounds really good. Yeah, the music. It. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's a cool program called yeah. Chordbot. Yeah. Maybe you can use it on the show somehow, sometime. Mm. You know, the other thing that's great about improv is it is, uh, and that's sort of spiritual about it, I suppose, is it really is ephemeral. So, you know, you've just recorded that song, but most of what we do, it never, ever happens again. We did a show last night. We were delighted by it. The audience was delighted by it. No one will ever see it or hear it. We will maybe remember a little bit of it, maybe not. And there's something really magical about that. And <laughs> very safe about it. I know. You know? <laughs> so, you know, now that exists in the world forever. Yeah, it does. That's cool. Um, I'm going to go down our list of all this junk that's going on. Not mm. really junk, but cool stuff. Um, I want to remind everybody that we have a website at www.mopco.org. Uh, we will have a link up there to the podcast. Um, hoping to do this weekly. We'll see how it holds it, if I can. <laughs> but we'll, I believe in you. I believe in me, too. Um, we also have a dedicated email if anybody out there wants to uh, email us at Radio Mopco and tell us what you think, suggestions, anything like that. It's uh, radiomopco at gmail.com. Fantastic. That's our special email. Um, let's see. Every Saturday we're at Comedy Works, 8 o'clock. Uh, you can go to www.joketicks.com backslash or no, forward slash Mopco and uh, sign up for that. And don't they have a deal if you do it online? It's a little cheaper. For, there's dinner also. Yes, if you get tickets ahead of time, I think you get $5 off your tickets. And you can also go early and have dinner and drinks. Awesome. Or during the show. Yeah. Um, we also start back next Friday the 13th, our lucky day. We do. Um, at Proctor's at uh, 8 o'clock. Uh, you can go to www.proctors.org. Places. Uh, see, let me try this one more time. It's a long email address. I guess you can just go to Proctor's, huh? Yeah, I think if you go to proctors.org and search for And there's Mopco. links at mopco.org too, right? Okay. Yep. Um, there's a Back to Basics class on Mondays uh, starting... Monday. Tomorrow. Yes. I have jury duty starting tomorrow. Oh. Yeah, I can't wait. Maybe you uh, could get them to do improv games in the there, jury room. There you go. I'll annoy them. They get me off <laughs> the jury. Where's the law and order guy? <laughs> see, you're there. <laughs> Let's see. There's a sample class. Uh, starts on uh, 922, September 22nd, from 7 to 9.30, and that's 15 bucks. That's right here, too, right, also? Yes. Uh, what else we got here? So so that, that sample class is for if people want to come and check it out and see what it's about and go, oh, do I want to take a improv for self-improvement class? Right. Or, a, you know, come on by, try it. You don't have to make a commitment. Cool. There is a, uh, let's see, level two class, which is Thursday, starting 922. 926. 926. That must have changed. Uh, Thursday, right? Or I copied it incorrectly. Uh, That's also 7 to 9.30. There wasn't, I was looking on the list, there wasn't a price for that one. Is that? I don't know, off the top of my head. But if you you go to the link, I'm sure it's there. Cool. There's also a Back to Basics on Mondays uh, class that starts on 10.14. It looks like it goes to Mm 11.4. That's 100 bucks worth every penny. Oh, and self-improvement class. That's Sunday the 29th. That sound right? I took this off the list, the, the schedule thing. Is that semi-correct? I have no idea. But I think that that, that last basics class that you talked about on 1014 may yeah. be the self-improvement class. Ah, uh, okay. Maybe I just stop reading this. Um, well, you can always so add it later on. There, exactly. Uh, improv is, uh, oh, um, there's going to be some kids' classes also. There are, a t- to be announced, but 
we are probably going to also start them that toward the end of the month, toward the end of this month in the afternoons. Like after school kind of yeah. thing? And That'll I be believe awesome. it'll be something like si- ages 6 to 8 and and ages 8 to 11 or something, or, or 8 to 11 and 11 to 14. Cool. But, you know, a couple of different classes. And as you were saying, kids are great at improv. They love it. And it's wonderful for any other activities That's all they they're do doing. All day long is improv. Mm-hmm. My, my two, if they're not occasionally trying to kill each other, um, which is what brothers and sisters do. Yeah. <laughs> they do pretty well. Yeah. I was going to mention who specifically is playing uh, at the different shows this week, but I don't believe that's been... We don't know. We never we know. We don't know. But that's always kind of fun. Um, but we're we're doing Turtle Combat first, right? We are doing Turtle Combat, our very own creation. You want to give like a little... Sure. Quick. Two directors use the improv actors to create scenes and songs based on a theme or philosophy that they have, which might be blood and guts or vulnerability or I did this before and had a blast and yeah. it really it's really great because we actually direct the the scenes and the audience can kind of see a lot of the process yeah. you know if we don't like what's going on we'll stop it and say okay uh no right. you just blocked yourself or right. go through the hole go into through the looking glass kind of thing yeah and, and then the directors are competing with each other and right. then the audience is the judge and they get to vote each round which scene which director they thought did a better job of directing and that's getting their theme it's a lot of fun it's fantastic yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun it's really fun I just wanted a side note. I want to mention uh, Mary Darcy's website, uh, All Over Albany, Absolutely. which is a fantastic website to find out things that are happening in Albany. Anything that's happening in Albany. And uh, so uh, I want to thank you, Kat, for being our first guest and starting this adventure with me. Uh, usually um, uh, my dear, dear friend John Briggs would be doing this with us, but he's off learning a brand new job, and so he'll probably be here helping me out. And Great. It'll be lots of fun. Uh, I'm so excited you're doing this. I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, you know, I'm, I uh, go and put it all together, and but that'll be fun. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. And um, improv will save the world. Amen, brother. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. And now the aforementioned song with Peter setting the course from the Comedy Works show. Enjoy. I like we love, in fact, to sing, and we love to improvise, so we are going to improvise a song for you right now. Could we have, therefore, the title of a song that's never before been sung? Planet Fitness. <laughs> planet, planet Fitness. Did you say Planet Fitness? Planet Fitness. Like planet Fitness. This is so awesome, because actually the fact is we like to improvise. We love to improvise, but even more so, we love those old standard camp sing-along songs, and one of our favorite of those is Planet Fitness. It's a sing-along from our camp days. We sing it at rehearsal all the time. We really love it. Peter, would you teach them the chorus to Planet Fitness? Yes! Yes, awesome. I would. To all right. Planet, Planet Fitness. Browsing Planet Fitness. No other planet is skinny like
grades up from 10 to 15. And I looked at her and her abs were really mean. And I kept on going, I was breaking a sweat. And pretty soon, don't you know when I was half dead. Oh, again for doing the first podcast with me it was it was an absolute delight i'm going to end the podcast with some interviews of some audience members after a recent show so enjoy go forth improvise because improv will save the world all right this is john kimlego the mop of bucket company i'm here for uh, radio mopco and we have some nice people who just saw the show what did you think excellent yeah biff right yes awesome what about you guys what did you guys like don't stare too hard at the microphone. You'll get too intimidated. Oh, Speak clearly. Great. I'm sending this to your mother. Anybody? What did you guys like? Have you seen an improv show before? Yes, I have. Where, where have you seen some? On uh, Long Island, New York City. Yeah, yeah. How'd you hear about us? Uh, friends just told us about it. Oh, cool. Excellent. Yeah. Well, neat. Yeah, we're, uh, we're starting up. I'm doing our first podcast starting tomorrow. And it's going to be talking about all of our stuff. So, um, Thanks for coming. Great. That's great. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Okay. Hi, this is John with Radio Mopco, and who's here? This is Princess Diana, right? Princess Diana. How did yeah. you like the show? I liked it a lot. What was your favorite part? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like the gibberish. The gibberish story? Yeah, that's a lot of fun. I like being, I like being the victim in that one when we do the show. Um, have, you, have you seen any other improv shows before? Um, I've seen uh, this company before in Saratoga. In Saratoga? Uh, like yes. uh, New Year's Eve, right? Probably. Yeah, 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 New Year's Eve. I've done that show a couple of times. Yes. Oh, awesome. Thank you, thank you. Um, how'd you hear about us? Um, my husband took me on a surprise trip and we just... And then he just said we were coming here. Fantastic. So he looked it up on the internet oh, somewhere. Cool. Well, thanks a lot. Thanks for give, telling us what you think. Appreciate Thank you. It. You bet. Bye-bye. Hi, this is John Kimmelko with Radio Mopco. i got one of our great waiters here who's helped us out a million times. His name is Logan. Um, what do you think about the shows that you've seen here? Shows are great. They're a lot of fun. Yeah? Yeah. Do you remember anything particular or now that I put you on the spot? No, not really, but what I do like about the shows is that um, you guys include everybody without picking on people, yeah, we, so it's, we, a lot, it's a lot of fun, like everybody gets together, they, they, can, they can 
volunteer as much as they want, or they can sit back and yeah, watch. Yeah, we like to be positive. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. No, so exactly. Let everybody have a good time. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, I appreciate you uh, giving us a hand. Yeah. Thank right. you, John. Or, you're welcome. You can call me John. It's all right. That's my name. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Logan. Take it easy. Cool. This is Heather, and you're listening to Hey, this is Peter Delaney. This is Alex Timmons, and you're listening to Hi, this is Alexander Stern, and you are listening to Radio Hi, this is Kat, your Larry Hi, this is Mark Stern. You're listening to Radio and you're listening to Radio Mopco. And next week, Mr. Michael Burns. <laughs>